This podcast includes explicit language and sensitive topics that some may find offensive. All views expressed belong to the individual speaking and not a representation of any entity that we have been, am now, or will be affiliated with. It's a chance to back out now. That being said, if, if not, not, enjoy, enjoy the, show. the show. Previously on The Black Man Misunderstood. Let, let's talk about something a little deeper, right? Because you said that you definitely were told that you sold out. You definitely were um, called fake. I was never told that I sold out, but I've definitely been called fake over these stupidest things, right? Black man, black man, black man, misunderstood. It's your boy, Mike B. In the neighborhood therapist. I am your host, the Neighborhood Therapist. This is season three, episode two. And as always, I'm rocking with my brother, Mike B. Yeah, yeah. And this episode is the namesake of the podcast. This episode, episode two of season three, is The Black Man Misunderstood. Now, bro, you got (laughs) anything to say? Before I bring back the fire session. Now I was, I'm waiting for this. You know, I'm ready. It's the first time of the season. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Before I get into the fire session, you see what I'm rocking. For those of you that's listening to audio, it says black male therapist. Shout out to Aaron Moo from New York. Dope, dope, dope therapist. Laying it down for us black brothers. He's a social worker, getting it in. You already know. Hit him up on Instagram. Go check him out. All right. Um, I'm not sure if you're going to be able to get an appointment because he's booked up, but I had to shout my brother out. Cool. <laughs> Fire session. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. Always ready. All right. For those of you that know, sing along with me. All right. You can't separate or compare freedom from peace because no one can be at peace unless they have freedom. And we're not even born free. At least that's where I'm from. Everything I've seen growing up was poverty struck and shit was damaged, taken from us or taken advantage of already. And this is what we are exposed to all day. That's what damaged us. And if you you don't understand what I'm talking about, you ain't never been through it. I guess you're one of the people I'm saying this to and not for. Mike, what I just read to you, right? Not my own word, okay? G Herbo. And, and two young ladies got a song together called Intuition. That is the last stanza of that song. And that is from the album called PTSD, where the whole album, he is telling y'all, I have PTSD from growing up in the hood. And it was critically acclaimed, but then you had a lot of people that was just like, you can't get PTSD from living in an uh, impoverished community, the poverty. And I just had to go, yo, y'all are so lost, bro. That young black man, don't get me wrong. A lot of the stuff that he does prior to wasn't the best in the best light, but he's a black man misunderstood. And that album is phenomenal. If, if you ever got time, go listen to PTSD. It's phenomenal. Okay. There's a couple of things you'll listen to. you be like, ah, past. But if you listen to what he's talking about, man. It's on point. But that whole stanza right there, that came from that album. And then it leaves me to do this. So 
If you don't understand that, right? It, she said what she said. It's not meant for you. I'm just talking to you. But the people that understood that all day, that's barred. You understand? Mm-hmm. We don't have a choice. We don't have a chance. We're born into what we're born into. So at the only choice we get is you're going to stay here. You're going to fall into the trap. That's why they call it the trap. Or you're going to find a way to maneuver out. Right. But even me, I hate that because it makes it makes me feel like case in point. Right. We're not done with the Patterson chapter quite yet. We got one more episode to go. So we can talk about Patterson again. They tried to make us feel like Patterson was a trap. And the only way that you could be successful was to leave Patterson. I don't necessarily feel like that's true. Now, mind you, I left to get game. But if I can do this all over again with the knowledge that I have, I 100 percent could make it while I was in Patterson. And attempt to clean it up because all you got to do is each one teach one that's what the old gangs was built off of that's what the ogs was supposed to be kicking out of. but then the ogs was trying to be all cool with the goddamn young boys and they stopped preaching they stopped you know what i mean stop giving the game mm-hmm. out I, i'm talking on a street level at this point this is not intelligent uh jpt this is not intelligent neighborhood this is me all the way gutty street dude talking to you you can't call yourself an OG, a five-star general, big crip. You understand? And when I'm not saying, I'm not talking about the artists, I'm talking about big crip, C-R-I-P. You can't call yourself that if you're not giving out no knowledge to the youngest. Especially when the youngest is running up in a house shooting mothers and slapping mothers. Just in Houston, we had to check somebody because he was on film hopping out the car and robbing an older woman. Man, what the fuck is going on? That's crazy. You understand? Crazy. So, let me tell you a little uh, true true story, bro. Today, I went outside, and I got two fly fly traps outside, right, that I had left over from, like, three weeks ago, right? So, I was like, man, what's that smell? I... For, for a week, bro, I've been trying to figure out what that smell was outside. I'm like, it smells like trash, right? Forgetting that the damn fly traps are sitting right there, right? So I look up in the fly trap. Mad flies in the fly trap. It's always doing its job, okay? Mm-hmm. But, Mike, this is how deep life is. So me, I'm, I'm very, like, I like to look at things deeper than what it is, right? So, I, yeah. I'm, you know, I turn the fly trap around, and I'm looking in the fly trap. Mike, I see older flies. I see larva. You know what I'm saying? I see, because um, people don't understand those little white things. Uh, I forgot. Maggots. Mm-hmm. Maggots, you know what I mean? It starts as a larva, and then becomes a maggot, then becomes a fly. I don't know if people know that. But I'm looking in there, bro. I can see larva. I can see maggots. I can see flies. Bro, that's three life cycles, right? That's three different cycles of, let's just take us. That's three different cycles, and they're trapped in this trap, this fly trap. Deep, right? Oh, I'm here, Mike. Right. I'm here. I already saw I'm you here. going in. Oh, we got activated. I'm here. Okay? I already saw where you were going. Right. <laughs> Listen. So when I came on here with those bars, bro, you can't, you can't say that we free because we're not in slavery no more. What chance do we have? Y'all got us in this fucking trap. Like flies, right? And then you go, well, there's still an opening to get out. You're right. But we don't know how to maneuver around that maze to get out of the fly trap. So what we do, right? 
We understand that there's liquid down there that's, that can kill us, right? But we make the best of our situation. So I'm a fly. You will fly. I like what you got on. Okay. Let's mate. Let's have little fly babies. The little fly babies become larvae. But guess what? The larva has to stick to the inside of the plastic bag because if it goes in the water, our larva going to die. Some flies are smart enough to know that. Some flies ain't. They have sex and then they larva goes straight to the water and it's over. Boom, boom, boom. The flies that are smart enough to try to stick it to the plastic, guess what? You still got a 90% chance you ain't going to make it. You know why? Because you're still inside the plastic bag. Right. You over here, you over here giving a life lesson on the fly trap, yo. Come on, bro. Come on with it. You understand? And it got it, it messed me up to a point. Mike, you know me. I don't care about no flies, bro. I don't no, care. Man. You know what I mean? I care about like monkeys and rabbits. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not a cat person. I'm not a dog yeah. person. Like, you gotta present like a sugar glider to me for me to care, bro. Like, I'm one of those people, bro. You understand? But in that moment, yeah, man. Bro, in that moment, I almost shed a tear, but from looking at this fly trap, and I'm like, yo, that's us as a people. And then I had to sit there in that moment, right? When I had that realization about that, and I had to also go, man, tough enough. And in the words of bad news, RIP, big homie, big bro, pull your skirt down, B. <laughs> and, that, and I said it, I said it to myself, right? And then it hit me, and I was like, nah, bro, you wrong on this one, bro. We've been, we've been brainwashed that I can't be in an emotional state. I can't be in an emotional human. I got to be on go at all times because I am a black man. man. So we don't got no emotions, bro. We superhuman. Because that's the, the, that's the picture that they depicted of us. And to be real with you, it's the only picture that we can live out because that's the only way we feel we're going to survive in this world. But y'all got emotions, fam. You understand? I wasn't always the fighter who I am today. It wasn't always on site with me. It was, can we talk about it? And then you punched me in my face. There's only so many times I'm going to take getting punched in my face. MLK, God rest his soul. He said, turn the other cheek until he got to the end of his life. And he was like, yo, oh, 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 oh. I didn't let my people into a burning building. My bad. And then they snuffed him out. Lies, fact, fiction, talk to me. Bruh, no, bro, most times. See, see, okay, history, man. You know, I like to jump in when, when we talk about history. Most people don't realize that MLK and uh, Malcolm X saw eye to eye towards the end of the days of life. Of course. People don't realize that. Like, they were on the extremes and realized that you have to be of both sides. You can't just be one or the other. Yeah, you keep going though. I'm enjoying this. Come on. This, 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 the fire session is just going to last the rest of the episode. But I just I wanted to lead off with that, with the fly trap, with the whole syllabi from G Herbal, because like people don't really understand. Being a black man in America doesn't just mean being a black man from the hood, being in poverty, because I've met hundreds of black men that were raised in the suburbs, hundreds of black men that were raised rich. They got bread, you know, and they don't understand. So Bel Air. Case in point. I met you, I met, bruh, bruh. <laughs> but you go ahead, because we, we might have to tap into the other part about that, but go ahead. <laughs> Phenomenal show, okay? I don't want to ruin it for anybody that ain't watched it yet, but it's June, goddammit. Like, you should have watched it by now, or at least oh, two, three episodes by now, okay? Fact. 
that that dynamic that they showed between Will and Carlton was crazy. Because the first, you know, the first stanza of the of the season, you like, man, bullshit. Like it, they, bro, it, 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 it ain't nobody <laughs> like Carlton, bro. It, 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 yo, it almost makes you want to hate him, right? But then they nice. do what they need to do with the story and develop a character, and by the end, you like, bro, he's over, he's misunderstood. Black man misunderstood, bro. All he knows is Bel Air. And you want to crucify him for that. And they, they depicted it so perfectly. Shorty, Shorty Aisha was like, yo, like you actually pretty, you know, you dope. I just feel like you lame sometimes because you let these people dog our people. And you don't mm. say nothing. You don't say nothing. And then when he finally stood up, it was like, he even he had to check himself like, damn, this is all I had to do? He's not even live like that. He was only live like that because I made him live. The black man made him yeah. live. So even, even when you was around these folks, right, and they still calling you a jigaboo and the N-word and whatever it is that they feel you are, you got to understand how much coof and power you got. Bruh, they ain't just copy our stuff for, for no reason. We all know this. Come on. We all know this. Math. Science. History ain't even history because it's their wait, wait, story, wait. so it ain't his story. Come on, bro. Music. <laughs> Come on now. We ain't even... Come Listen, on now. Keep going, bro. Let me let me let me let me go here. I, I don't want to go too crazy. <laughs> what does it mean to be a black man to you? What does that definition mean for you? Ooh, that's a deep definition. You know? When you when you think about it as a when you're a kid, at first, you know, it's all innocence. When you hear black man, you think about, oh, that's me. If you have a darker shade of skin, mm. uh, look at dad like, oh, he's a black man. You're only looking at the color. You're not even thinking about the other connotations and everything else that comes with it. As you get older, that definition of what a black man means, it grows and develops and, and evolves. The man that is crucified for the color what it looks like. Mm. Black Panther. Yo, that's wow. I ain't wow. I thought you could go somewhere else with that, yo. That that <laughs> that I don't I don't know if there's a better definition than that. Say it again. Like, it's a man that is crucified because of the color of his skin. Only the black man goes through that. You feel? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I on the like, level that we do, because other men go through that. I, I, I of course, say, yeah, of course, but not on the level as a black. Of course, I can literally walk into an establishment with a suit on, and I know I got the bread to do it, and people will still question. Yeah, what do you do? You a drug dealer? What you here to? You know, <laughs> bruh, yo. Bruh. Bruh. Look, back in the day, Clefo Dollar, you can't show up in a three piece suit nowhere with the hat looking fresh. They going oh, what you out here pimping? Come on now. Pimping and scamming, bro. We don't, we don't, from the door, bro. That's why I led with that, bro. From the door. We don't get a, a clean slate. We don't get a, a fair chance. And, and, and you know what's wild about us 
black men, bro, we've gotten to, you know, I can't even say that. There is a select few of us now, okay? Because lately we just on stupidness. And I'm going to call it for what it is. I don't, I don't, I'm not the PG guy, so I don't give a fuck. I'm not doing it, okay? Um, we are not. Go ahead, bro. We, bro, I, and I said I was Go going ahead. to be easy with the curse in this season, but this episode, I cannot, like, there's no Go ahead, bro. of the words. Speak your peace, bro. Bro, we saw. And, and, and this year, this day and age, we saw. You can call it what you want. Oh, well, y'all are more expressive of your emotions. I'm here for that, bro. I'm what? King, talk to me, bro. Cry. Let that out. But in regards to he said something that hurt your feelings and you sat there and you grabbed the gun and you ended his life. That's soft to me. We wasn't raised like that. That's soft. What is that? You robbed the old lady because she said she was going to call the cops on you because you and your homeboys outside playing dice. That is soft to me. What are we talking about, bro? Right. You understand? And then you, 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 got, you got everybody in the world looking at us. We under a magnifying glass, right? So it's either I give you what it is you think of me, ratchet as N-word, right? Or mm-hmm. I go against the grain and I give myself stress, anxiety, depression, high blood pressure, striving to be something because I want to go against the grain and prove you wrong. I'm fucked either way. But then, as soon as you make one mistake, oh, it's back to the stereotypes. Listen, bro. (laughs) Come on now. I'm with you on here, bro. Yo, bro, it's either I be a thug or I go through your system and I play nice with your children and I make you feel safe. But if I'm a hybrid, like the neighborhood mm. therapist, mm. well, he's a fucking problem. We have to put him down. He's a problem. Because how are you able to go from each world and both worlds respect you? Only a black man can do that. Y'all can Perfect. attempt. Y'all can attempt. Right. Only a black man can do that. And But it's, a, it's, it's cool. It, it, we make it look cool, Mike. You understand? Like right. we make look, it look so cool. We make it look cool, but it's also they trying to make us monolith. I've learned this with my group, bro. They try to make us a monolith. I ain't gonna say that I coined that. Make us one thing, and we're us as people are not monoliths at all. Can't fit us in a box. Yeah, multifaceted, man. Multifaceted. So the definition of misunderstood, right? Mm-hmm. incorrectly interpreted <laughs> wrong impression okay and then you just said a black man was what a black man is a man that is judged on the color of his skin directly on the color of his skin not what he does <laughs> not the kind of father that he is nope. the kind of brother none of that the kind of human that he is yes. the other titles the way that he human okay yeah mm-hmm so out the gate, we get the impression of you're a threat. Mm. You can't read. You have no smart. You have no intelligence. The only intelligence that you know is to take this whisk and a Pyrex measuring cup and whip it. 
Or can you shoot a hoop? Throw a ball. Catch a ball. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can you rap? Mm-hmm. Can you sing? Hmm. Can you dance? Yep. Hmm. Entertain. You, you, you want to be entertained by the black man, right? And then we give you the entertainment. And then when we ask for royalties, when we ask for check, we ask for ownership. Hmm? Knock us off. I'm not going to be silent about it. Y'all killed Michael Jackson. Y'all killed Prince. I mean, I'm, I'm done playing about it, bro. <laughs> I'm done playing about it, bro. <laughs> What's up? I'm done playing about it. Mike was going to buy Sony or did he buy Sony? Which one was it? He was about to buy Sony, correct? I think something like that. So what, what happened is Michael bought his own company. And mm-hmm. so every everything that you saw Michael Jackson on and music that he owned, it was his company and Sony. Most people don't even know that. Don't. <laughs> Prince owned all his masters, all his exactly. music. I'm, 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 I promise you, I'm going to hit y'all with this and I'm going to leave y'all alone. I know. Because I, I know I'm aggravating y'all. But I just want y'all to understand something. Prince owned his rights to his face, everything. Even that Prince symbol, that was a whole lawsuit with that. That's why he, the, the artist only known as Prince. Don't. Let me let me eat real quick, bro, because I'm about to blow their mind with this one, bro. Go ahead, bro. Because I don't even know if you noticed this, Mike. Prince owned all of that, right? So for a long time, nobody could ever make fun of Prince because he would sue them. Do you know shortly after he passed away, Dr. Pepper came out with an episode with this white guy that was dressed up as Prince and he had all his rainbows? Yeah! 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 Yes, Mike! Yes! Yes! I'm here! This is what we got to do, bro. I noticed it. I noticed it. Because I always said it, Dr. Pepper. I'm like, hold up. Exactly. Now, don't get me wrong. Little Richard before him. Rick James before him. Like, I, I get that. I get that. But they are directly taking that from uh, uh, um, the big homie Prince. Come, the hair and everything. The way he dressed and everything. Hands down. Don't, don't do this, bro. And, and people, people like to sit there and, and worry about Prince's sexuality. What does it matter? He was a black man misunderstood. When Dove's Cry told you this, maybe I'm just like my mama. <laughs> He's never satisfied. You understand? Like, that man's singing out his pain. And all y'all want to do is just knock him down. Talking about who better, Michael Prince. What are we talking about, bro? What are we talking about? <laughs> Don't get me it's, wrong. They had their own little industry bs beef and stuff like that but i really feel like that could have been settled had the eagles been put to the side Here, here's the funny thing here's the funny thing so like I, it's funny that you bring that up because like i was watch, i've watched videos of mike and prince mm-hmm. and behind the scenes you know a lot of them not collaborating was them just being so perfect in the way they do their thing that's the only reason why they didn't collaborate and that's crazy to me because Prince was supposed to be on bad. Now think about if Prince was on that bad song. I don't even know how that was sound. Bruh, that had been crazy. The, one of the things, one of the things I've heard about that song is when Prince told the line and Mike is saying, Your butt is mine. He was like, nah, we ain't having that. You ain't singing that to me. Oh, they were was supposed to go back. They're supposed to go back and forth. That song would have been cold. I'm sorry. That would have been hard. 
That would have been cool, bro. Hard. Would have been hard. Let me let's switch gears, bro. Yeah. Black man, man, black man being misunderstood. What if people told you about their impressions of you on their first meet? Oh, people have told me. I've heard this in all different areas. I've heard this. Sports. My recruiting coach for football, the school I ended up going. The first thing he said to my sister is he thought that I was cocky. Now, anyone who knows me, when I'm on the field, I'm in a different zone. Mm-hmm. And that's me just trying to put, make sure I put my best foot forward. It may sound like I'm cocky. I'm not humble or anything. But no, that's just me getting the edge. You need an edge to play football. If people tell you you don't, they bug you. Any, any football player would tell you they need an edge. But as soon as they see me off the field, I am one of the most humble, cool, down-to-earth people you can see. And people never understood that dichotomy. It was like, who's this guy? It's even people, it's even people in my own um, flag league <laughs> that I used to play in. Going like, yo, I never want to hang out with this guy. Mm. Join my team. Come to find out I was one of the most cool people ever. I was just crazy on the field. I get it. I get it. I'm misunderstood all the time. Even like people here, like sometimes, you know, I'll talk a lot and talk like I want to be in front of the crowd. People take that and think that I want to be the center of attention. When no, it's just that I talk a lot. I get misunderstood all the time. But people that talk a lot, right? They usually want to be the center of attention. No, sometimes, sometimes most people don't understand that some people talk a lot because they don't want it to be awkward for them that they're sitting there waiting to be spoke, spoken to. Speak on it, Mike. That's what I'm talking about. Speak on it, bro. So, like, there's instances like if it's something I love, I'm gonna speak on it. Period. No holds bars. But there's other times where I can tell you, like, okay, I see it's kind of quiet in here. People don't know how to move, maneuver the conversation. So I'm like, I'm going to speak. And then that's where people don't even realize what I'm doing. Like, I'm speaking. And I'm looking to see who responds. So I'm like, yo, what you think about this? And I'm like, oh, you want to ask? Like, I do that naturally sometimes, and it's crazy to me. I don't just try to speak just to speak. Like some people say that I, I do that time to time, but I'm like, that's when maybe I'm telling the story. But like if if we're like talking about a subject or a topic or something, I want other people's opinions. I want to see where people think. See, if I need help understanding something that I'm missing, or give someone understanding that they didn't understand. Start. So yeah, Black man misunderstood. Of course. What do listeners have? In store for this season. I know we asked it last week, but like really for real, this is the namesake of podcast. So like, what are we doing this? Most people would think, oh, people starting a podcast to gain clout. Mm. I feel like we started the podcast because not not only because we needed something to do during the pandemic. I think that's I think that was the start of the basis for us. But I think what we what 
what we really wanted to do was it was a way for us to stay connected because you know that was the thing it was the podcast was originally supposed to be brotherhood so it was a way for us to have our conversation keep things going but you know everything doesn't go the way you want and the way you trying to plan it so you have to adjust and move forward and now the black man misunderstood it is what it is right now it's two black men talking about topics that most people misunderstood when it comes to a black man and don't realize that there's multi different facets to these individuals so they have to hear it from us and we give real life examples from our own lives or they're free to speak on. True. Like, I've been noticing a lot of that. They're afraid to speak on it. This podcast will say something about it. And then two weeks later, this podcast talking about the same thing. Could be coincidence. I don't know. But neighborhood therapists see y'all seeing us. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Love is still love. Okay. But. Yes, I need to be very clear. I need to go on record because a lot of the clients, a lot of my clients been asking the same thing from me and they keep saying, I bet you were a menace growing up. No, I wasn't. Okay. I was in the shadows, kept to myself. You can't, you can't really pull up on somebody in Patterson that's in my age bracket and go, just was at all the parties, huh? There was nowhere to be found. Two o'clock in the morning though, you could catch me down the hill with my iPod on, bumping while y'all rolling dice, y'all shooping, y'all hooping, and then I'll be going from up the hill, down the hill, up the hill, down the hill. A lot of times people will pull me to the side and be like, yo, that's dangerous what you're doing, bro. You know, it's a war going on out here, right? Because at the time, up the hill and down the hill was beef. My response to that is like, yo, listen. Ooh, well, hold on, I'm going to make sure that's your limitation. Um, <laughs> my response to that was i'm good i'm always strapped now i need people to understand like that's not me throwing that out there like a badge of honor and all like that i'm just giving you a scenario in the situation to what it was at that age i felt like i had to be strapped illegally at that because in the state of new jersey you cannot defend yourself i mean you you have no business at 13, 14, 15, trying to defend yourself anyway. Anyway. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's what we grew up. That's what it is. So today, I will run into somebody, and they can feel this aura about me, and they go, yo, you come off like a no-nonsense dude. Like, you just, you really about that action. I'm like, nah, that's that's facts. Like, I, I'm in the wrong era. I'm an, I'm, I was born in the 70s. Keep it real with you. And I tell people all the time, Yo, like, you, know, you say that all the time, bro. Because it's real. <laughs> you can feel it. You can feel it, bro. My the, my first crush was Pam Greer growing up. A woman old enough to be my what? My grandmother or something like that? No disrespect to Pam Greer, bro, because I love me some Pam Greer. And after Pam Greer came Lisa Ray. Don't do me, bro. <laughs> don't. Hey, bro, don't do me, bro. I've always been madly in love with the older you know what i'm saying so i understand that like I'm, i got an older soul but it's just like bro i'm misunderstood because it's like you looking at me and you you're doing this whole like oh he's a dangerous black man thing no that's facts i am a dangerous black man now i'm not gonna ever not, bro, not whoa, no bang on that wait first of all any hmm. black man is dangerous people just don't even know it 
<laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm go against that. If you as a black man don't believe that, you're no longer dangerous. Because they have, they, it's mission accomplished. They have done what they needed to do, which is make you docile. You know what I'm saying? The you worst thing in the world anybody in this world want to see, right, is the black man and the black woman unite. And then unite everybody Ooh. else. Don't, don't, don't do it. <laughs> don't, don't, don't do this. Uh, we got we got end this, bro. We got end this. <laughs> Don't do me, bro. We we giving them too much. We giving all them too right. much. It's it's all good, man. Listen, black men misunderstood. We appreciate y'all for rocking with us. I promise you, these topics that come after this, especially when we close the Patterson chapter next week, it's gonna be bananas, man. Yeah, man. Bananas. This season, this season will be one for the book, guys. Will mm-hmm. be one for the book. Just, just think about it as our album. We just drop the banging right now. Tell me how do you want it? How do you want it? I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you about to have me singing? <laughs> Jersey, heard you, man. Y'all be safe, man. It's third.